Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Where after eight days off, and more like 12 days off, the NBA Finals has resumed. Uh, the Suns lead the Bucks right now 45-43, three minutes to go in the second quarter. And the guy I've said for so long, Mike, this is the guy that has to step up. He has stunk out loud since game one of the Western Conference Finals. If they're going to win the Suns, Devin Booker has to play better. He can't keep playing this poorly and shooting this poorly. He has been awful, but because everybody loves him, oh, I'm not going to criticize that. No, Devin Booker has stunk. He has shot the ball poorly. I can't believe the Suns are winning despite the fact he's our best player. And tonight, Devin Booker, 18 points already, 7 out of 11 from the floor, as this is a close game here as we get towards halftime. I mean, this is Booker's game so far. He's had to do this. It was a must for him, and he's coming through right now. Better late than never, but showing that maybe I, maybe I am that superstar that people said I was. 
mid-range jumpers and the drives to the hoop, uh, getting himself some extra space, taking the hit, keep moving. That's uh, one of the mantras uh, in the Harmon Sporting Universe. Take take those hits. Take the and hit just and keep, keep moving? Your, well, that's okay. it. That's what I yell at in soccer uh, when they're, they're getting beat up by uh, opponents that are starting to throw bows or whatever. It's like, if you ain't going to call it, you got to keep being aggressive and stay on it. So for Devin Booker, that's that's huge. This is and that's when the coach the, says to you, uh, Mr. Harmon, just 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 calm down, Mr. Harmon. Just just calm down, Mr. Harmon. No, we got no, it. No, it's, no. it's okay. Uh, the re- referee looks at me like, eh, I'm like, hey, you you can interpret that as me calling you out if you need to. All I'm saying is the girls need to stay aggressive. It's the beauty of working on multiple levels like we do here on Fox Sports Radio. I transfer that to my civilian life. And then you're people that, can you're that be, guy now. What? You're that guy now that, that coaches, you know, because I would go like, hey, Maddie, Maddie is awesome. She is a great player. She's a terrific kid. What about her dad? Uh, her dad is, uh, <laughs> you've become that guy. No, I'm a, I'm a beloved figure. <laughs> I'm a beloved figure on the sidelines. There's no question about it. But watching this game, not aesthetically pleasing. A lot of missed shots. And, and what we've seen is a number of, hey, I'm going to look to the corner and try to pass it to my shooter. And the shooter's not there. It's almost like he did one of those uh, Star Trek things or maybe went through a door like he's in the uh, TVA. But uh, kind of a, a crazy first half, but Devin Booker coming up large. And, and I think part of it, Jason, is I don't think people know what to do with him yet. Has he earned the right to be uh, disparaged as your normal superstars would be? In these circumstances, right? As much as he's on the come and a guy that you like, and obviously a huge year, 25 points per game, they finished second in the West, all of those. The Chris Paula effect, I still think relegates him to, yeah, we like him and he's getting there. But since he's not quite, I don't think he took the bruises and bumps that you normally would as a would-be quote-unquote superstar. Uh, he is hitting shots. He's hitting turnarounds. He's hitting stuff with people in his face. It's almost like, hey, someone's had a conversation with him of, dude, you can't continue to suck. You need to play a little bit better. And yeah, is it all aesthetically pleasing? No, this is the 2021 NBA playoffs. Not a lot of it is aesthetically pleasing. As long as we get close games, you know, things are okay. But uh, Booker is clearly just had another big step back with a defender in his face. He's over 20 points now. Uh, this could wind up being, or at least so far is, the Devin Booker game. I mean, yep. maybe later on it's that, but right so far it's a Devin Booker game. See, take the hits, keep shooting. Uh, tonight he has done that. It's like I, I, it's like I'm, I'm coaching him from afar. Hey, you've stunk. You got to play better. Oh, oh well, Jason says I got to play better. Got to play better. Jason uh, so has he, sent him a picture with his poison pen out, going, "I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. We're waiting." So we'll keep you updated on this uh, game tonight. I mean, obviously a a huge, huge game. Either the Suns put a stranglehold on the series up 3-1 or it's all new at two apiece. Again, a close game right before halftime. Suns and the Bucks 49-47, a buck 33 left to go. But meanwhile, what has gone on today with free agent cornerback Richard Sherman? It has been a day full of twists and turns and trying to follow a story where you're getting bits and pieces of it as you go along and you find out some bits and pieces might not mesh with some of the bits and pieces you were told before. It is an insane story. The best thing to do is to tell you what we know from the beginning and then get to a 911 call where this is the last 911 operator you ever want to call for help. All right, I mean, I've never been a 911 operator. I don't know what it takes, but I guarantee you there's certain things that go on in this phone call that I know isn't part of a 911 operator's training so last night at some point Richard Sherman was involved in a one car accident and he abandoned his car it was around one o'clock in the morning in the greater Seattle area he then wound up trying to get into the home of his in-laws there were reports today that it was his ex-wife's and his ex-in-laws his wife said we're still married I don't know where that came from so his in-laws trying to get inside their house house. 
Someone called 911, which we turned out to find out it was Richard Sherman's wife. Now, why Richard Sherman was trying to get into the house, we don't know. Why didn't he go up and ring the doorbell? We don't know. Uh, but he was making enough of a scene. 911 was called. You're going to hear the call in a second. Police were brought to the property. Richard Sherman did not want to cooperate with the police. He tried to run away, and a canine unit was used to subdue him and take him into custody. He is in jail right now. He is awaiting a hearing tomorrow. These are the facts of the Richard Sherman case. Other stuff that came out today, well, is it his ex-wife? It's not. These are the facts of the case. This is what we know what happened. And then the 911 call came out. We're going to play this for you in two parts, right? Because this is all over the internet today. This is the 911 call from Richard Sherman's wife that Richard Sherman is trying to get into his in-law's house. And this is how the first minute or so of it unfolded. 911, what are you reporting? Um, I, 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 need, I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blue. What's to himself. Stop, stop. Um, What's the address? Are there any is, weapons? Stop. We, are there we any took, we took, to no, me. there's no gun. I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers expedited. I need officers here now. What's he doing that, that you think he's going to harm he's, himself? He's being, he's, he's being aggressive. He has sent text messages. I took, the, I took the keys out. They're in your car. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He, and he's saying that if the police show up, that so please don't shoot is what I'm asking. Okay, wait, say that again. He has no He said if the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. So they okay. need to understand that he is. He is. Okay, been physical with anybody there? You said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How has it been physical? He just tried to fight him. Okay, trying to fight somebody and actually being yes, physical is two different he did, things. All the way How has it been physical? <laughs> he put, it's, a, it's a 2016 black Mercedes. Richard, please stop. Richard, please stop. Please stop. Okay, so that's the first part of the 911 call. Uh, oh, my goodness. All right, first thing I want to say this. This 911 call by Richard Sherman's wife may have saved his life. Because as, as out of control as she is saying he is, he says he's going to kill himself. If the police come, he's going to want to fight them. Uh, this is a really desperate situation. This phone call could have saved Richard Sherman's life. Uh, secondly, oh, my God. Again, I'm, I don't know what it means to be a 911 operator. I, I really don't. But I can't believe that being condescending and interrupting and, and, and is the way to do it. I mean, all, you know, she's going, stop, stop, stop. It's like she's, she's yelling at her. She's disciplining her. Stop, ma'am. Stop, stop, stop. I, look, I've called 911 a few times for different things when I've seen something happen. I've never had an operator. Stop, sir. Just stop, 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 stop. Tell me. Uh, she First thing she says is, you got to stop. You got to stop. She gets all mad at her and says, I need the address. Um, where was the address? Didn't hear her say where the address was. Where is that? You get into other things. Obviously, there's things going on, and she's calling, and I don't know how this woman is getting help there, but that, that is, I, I can't believe that you called, you got a, you got a combative 911 operator. I don't understand that, Mike. Well, I think off the jump, it was trying to get her to pause. Obviously, the, the bedside manner should have been better. I think we could all agree to that as we, we listen to the tape, kind of like we did air checks and, and do uh, from time to time listening back on, all right, I could have said this better, could have phrased this better. I, I think what she was trying to do at the outset was, all right, let's go start from the beginning. Let's get the address. And eventually you have the trace, right? And you're able to determine where the call's coming from and going once you're on. But uh, I, I think in the initial phases, it was a, all right, let's go through the steps uh, to get here because right now you're, you're giving me a lot of information and we need to piece this out but i I don't know that it ever de-escalated right from the side of the uh emergency operator i I don't think it ever de-escalated and then it was all right here's a lot of information and still trying to figure out and ascertain well what's the state other than he's threatening these things but is he actually physically in an altercation with the uncle is he just 
you know, kind of pushing his way by him. Like, I think trying to assess, what, you know, are, are, are we talking about something that's already escalated within the house to a, a, a high level of violence? Uh, again, bedside manner and, and tone, tenor, I, I understand, uh, but certainly not, not the easiest of things to try to push through. The fact that this is already available is, is a little concerning and as well. Uh, just that it's it was able to be obtained quite so quickly as this is is still in the early processes. Yeah, usually when a nine one one call comes, it's two or three days later, right? That that's what that's when it normally comes out. It's all right. Here's a situation, and here's two days later. Oh, here's a Richard Sherman nine one one call. This was out probably twelve hours after after the nine one after the incident happened like this was out by probably you know one or two o'clock you know west coast time today which is about you know 12 or 14 hours after this thing happened i mean i i don't know if someone gives a tip to somebody else and here it is you didn't get it from me whatever it was but yeah you're right it was really fast to have that come out uh to have this go on and i it it really is a shocking situation to see this, right? I mean, this whole thing is happening so very fast. And, and look, we're going to have Amy Dash coming up in a few minutes, Fox Sports Radio, legal analyst, to take us through everything. And, you know, the, all, all the things that questions are people wondering about this was, was there any physical violence? No, there wasn't. There was no violence. You know, his wife even said, hey, listen, nobody was hurt. There was no fighting. Richard was, it seemed like he was a danger to himself. It's a shocking thing. Richard Sherman's one of the last guys you expect to see a headline last like this happened to and it you know the the information is coming so fast and i gotta say over the course of the day i was it was kind of uh, buoyed me a little bit because the reaction was hey what happened let's see what happened here before we rush to judgment on this you know why was a canine unit needed okay well we have to see like what you know because normally that doesn't happen why why is he still in jail why you know why is always the big question to ask around situations like this and it really was more restraint let's see about this let's see what happened here now certainly there's going to be some portion of the population goes okay what happened how was he treated in police custody which this is the world we live in right now so there's always going to be these questions but i have to say by and large i saw i saw the general reaction of okay let's see what happened let's get the facts out here and you know they came out pretty quick so we we know what happened and i i gotta say that reaction to it i wasn't expecting i was expecting more very quickly this happened this do this do this do this do this and this happened this happened look at this and look at this but no a lot of it was let's have some restraint so uh, again sometimes i think maybe there's hope for us maybe maybe we're not all doomed mike carmen maybe we got some hope for us here no off that if you looked for the negativity you were able to find it but i think there there is a a level uh, of understanding, respect, and I, I don't know, a knowing of Richard Sherman perhaps more than, than we have in, in a lot of the, the people in our sports media, you know, as we cover things that are involved in, and have been involved in, in such cases. Is, is that fair to say, perhaps, you know, because we have had a lot of exposure to Richard Sherman, there's, there's a, a sensitivity to it, which I think needs to be more widely applied. Let me let me make that emphatically clear. Uh, but immediately questions of mental health and, and the idea that he was possibly considering killing himself and, and hanging himself and text messages and all this and, and certainly more informational will be be available. But it's again a reminder, check in on your people. All right, your friends, your family, your colleagues at work, all of those things. You never know what folks are going through, and your call might might just be a, a thing that allows them to get a little bit off their chest, open up, and, and maybe you can get them the help they, they, they're seeking. And for Richard Sherman right now, that, that's the number one thing in all of this, that, that you hope that whatever cry for help, whatever is, is not firing properly here, uh, that, that he's able to to get the help that he needs uh and this incident ends with just a court date because right the domestic violence as far as i understand it gets tagged because they're related to him right that it's a a larger definition of domestic violence because as soon as people saw that right obviously the 
trajectory goes down a, a path of, of what goes on, you know, and, and relating it to past cases and, and, and certain details that, that we've seen in, in other cases. And, and that's something that, that his wife was very quick to point out as well of, hey, there's been no physical violence on anybody in the house. So uh, my, my hope is that, you know, this passes the the facts come to bear whatever fines need to be paid for the the car wreck and everything else uh and and that's just that he gets the help he needs because this one uh just stayed on me all day just you know these stories just uh trying to find the truth but certainly you know the any of this these things when it starts getting down to to mental health and and those kind of thoughts um you know it it sinks your heart Hmm. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo, halftime oh. of the Suns and the Bucks, and we are tied at 52. It's been a huge first half, huge first half, a huge first half for Devin Booker. He's got 20 points, not so much for Chris Paul. He's got two points in just 15 minutes. Meanwhile, for the Bucks, it is the Chris Middleton show. He's got 15 shots. He's got 16 points. He and Giannis and Drew Holiday responsible for the vast majority of the offense. And a game that it's kind of hard to say, hey, who's got the big advantage? 52-52. If I had to look, I would say it's kind of the game you expect from Giannis, kind of the game you expect from Middleton, kind of what you expect from Holiday. For the Suns, Booker's been really good and – you know what? Chris Paul's been bad, and nobody else has really done anything, and it's a tie game. So if I'm looking for an advantage so far, uh, reading into the box score, because it is tied after all, I got to think the Suns are going to play a little bit better than they have in the first half. I got to expect more from Chris Paul, right? We got everything you wanted and then some with your inspirational speech and poems and sonnets uh, for Devin Booker. Now it's the uh, would-be MVP's time to shine. We'll keep you updated on this, but joining us now on the hotline, official legal analyst for us here at Fox Sports Radio, CBS Sports Radio, Odyssey. You can follow her on Twitter at Amy-TV. That is at Amy-TV. Coming off a softball game tonight in which he was three for four with two home runs and a triple. Uh, Amy, how's it going? Oh, it's, uh, it's going great. How are you doing? Good. Was that right? Was it three for four, two home runs and a triple tonight in your softball game? Oh, you know what? I actually had an incredible softball game. So we won it bottom of the seventh. We only played seven innings. I actually made a hit that I thought they were going to catch. It went to right field. Usually I hit to left field. And the person dropped it, made it to first. I actually I took a chance, and I went for second because they were, they were throwing it home after I got to first, and I got to second. Wow. And then I got I got like – we were down by four. I got three runs in off my hit, and then somebody got me home for the tying run, and we won by one. Look at that. Wow. Did you yell smack and yell, like, file that brief or something legal at the, at the, <laughs> for the team after you got right. the hit? <laughs> it was a very exciting game. You know, we're 3-0, and oh, and uh, every game has been down to the wire. Wow. Wow. That's very nice. exciting. My dad came. He said it's more exciting than the Mets or the Yankees. Oh, he's not wrong. A, oh, the, the way you described it was more captivating than anything either of those teams have done. Oh, here, oh. So I, I am just trying to. I am just trying to think of all the great, you know, legal smack talk. Yeah, I'll see you in chambers. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Corbin Burnson used to do a bunch of uh, baseball in in his legal pursuits on television. So I think we can go find some one liners there. <laughs> I'm right, very well, congrats on the win, so. and, and congrats on much. being undefeated. That's very nice. Uh, yeah, all right, so it's very uh, important. Obviously, tonight, look, we, we got a lot of serious stuff to go. The Richard Sherman situation. Mike and I talked about it a few minutes ago with maybe the worst 911 operator you could possibly want to imagine getting on the phone. Um, seeing how this story had so many big twists and turns today and, and trying to put it all together, what are the biggest things that stand out for you that you think people should know of, of the Richard Sherman situation? Well, you know, there were a lot of conflicting reports coming out, and there was a 911 call that was released. If it's authentic, it sort of clears up a lot of what was happening, and from it, it's very clear that this was some sort of a domestic situation with the family, um, allegations that Richard Sherman, allegations from his own family on this call, that he was drunk, that he had drank, uh, drank a bottle of Hennessy and a bottle of vodka, and his wife and his uncle were saying that he was suicidal, threatening to hang himself. I don't know if any of that's true, but if it is, I think what's really important about this incident is it sort of brings to light how the law just really doesn't fit with a lot of circumstances uh, with these types of family situations because, you know, he's booked on burglary domestic violence, which if there was a weapon involved, and I heard, you know, the uncle say that he had a a knife on a kitchen knife on him that could lead to like up to life in prison 
Now, obviously, the family doesn't want that, so they're caught in a situation where they need help. Somebody's out of control. Someone's allegedly drunk, allegedly with a weapon, allegedly getting into fights with people, threatening people, and they need the police to help. And now the situation is that their loved one is behind bars, and they've got to try to get him out, facing this really serious burglary charge and possibly other charges on top of that. Um, and it's just, you know, and, and if a person is, in fact, suicidal, then you've got the 911 call out to, in the media that everybody's listening to. That doesn't help. So I, it's, it's interesting that there are a lot of situations where people need help. They don't need to be put in jail. They don't need to be embarrassed. You know, that all sort of makes it worse. And it's not what the family wants, because I see that his wife is now on social media saying that he's a really good man. And, and now they're trying to get him out. They're the ones that put them in, but they had to. They needed the police. Right. So as you try to parse it through, I mean, you got two separate things going on, right? You have the domestic violence burglary charge attached, and then you have the driving while impaired and leaving a scene of an accident, crashed car, and all of those things going on. How, how does the, the process start to remedy those different things? Well, you know, it sounds like it was just an event that spiraled where there was drink, allegedly drinking, which led to fighting, which led to fleeing, which led to chasing, which led to crashing, which led to running, which led to a police altercation, possibly resisting arrest. It's not clear yet. We don't know if in the course of resisting arrest, a police officer was assaulted. Uh, there's a report out that a canine had to take him down. Um, so... You know, you've got all of these potential charges now that could be heaped on. So it's, you know, burglary, domestic violence charge, a possible hit and run charge, a possible uh, resisting arrest, a possible assaulting a police officer, possible DUI charges. That's a lot of charges, right, for somebody that may have gotten drunk or been suicidal. Or you always have to wonder when you have an NFL player uh, that's had a long career, and they're doing something that's out of character, whether there's some sort of CTE issue going on. So you know, it sounds like the person needs help, and it sounds like the family didn't know where else to turn, and now they're facing this big legal situation where he could, he could be facing some serious charges here and some serious jail time if he's convicted. All right, now he's still in custody now. He's got a hearing tomorrow. Most likely is he released from custody tomorrow, or are there other circumstances going on? Well, yeah, a lot of people were saying they didn't understand why he was denied bail. I think that was possibly misreported. You know, he's because he was arrested in the morning hours, usually the arraignment is the following day, and then the judge has to decide whether or not to grant bail. So I don't see why he wouldn't get bail. So I think he'd probably be out tomorrow afternoon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, on the hotline with us right now, Amy Dash, our, our Fox Sports Radio legal analyst, breaking it all down for us. You can follow her on Twitter at Amy Dash TV. Uh, you hear her all over. She's she's making the rounds and, and building uh, a big name and a big brand, and we're excited that she's part of the team, uh, making it, uh, well, all so digestible for us as we try to take down these legal words. Because law and order watching only gets me so far far, Amy, uh, as we go. So uh, one of the other cases we're following, obviously the Sherman thing will... Wait, wait, where is my theme music? Oh, you want the music again just while I'm resetting you? Wow, that's... uh, I feel like I should have been at the beginning to intro me in. Wow, this is well. It, it was when we brought you in, but yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I guess you get it a second time. Okay, oh, uh, no. let me move, move to baseball. Trevor Bauer, <laughs> as we get ready for the second half of the Major League Baseball season, the administrative leave extended once again, and we presume, based on some of the actions by the Dodgers, that's uh, they're they're preparing for that to happen for a while. What needs to happen next to push this towards a resolution? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, we have to see what happens if there's possibly criminal charges. So I think we're awaiting that police investigation, and probably MLB is too. But they can reach their own conclusion, and they can take their own disciplinary action. But as we've seen, they've agreed with the MLBPA and and with Bauer's camp, because he's not, you know, opposing it in any way, to extend the administrative leave, like you said, till the end of July. So... I think we're just in a waiting period now as both investigations move forward simultaneously. 
So the reason we are in this situation where Bauer had his, his leave extended, we heard the end of last week from the uh, Pasadena police that, hey, we're not close to completing our investigation. This is an investigation yeah. that's been going on for a little while now. So why wouldn't they be close? What's going on right now that says, hey, we, we still have a long way to go here? Oh, well, you know what? It could take months for them to do that. First of all, police work generally moves slow. Um, also, they have to be sure, because this is such a high-profile potential case, they really want to uh, cross their T's and dot their I's and make sure that they speak to everyone that they possibly can, that they do their due diligence in investigating the accuser's back uh, background and speaking to people that she knows and then speaking to Bauer, getting his side of the story. But also, there's a lot of evidence. I mean, as you saw with the temporary restraining order that was put in place, there were 85 pages of supporting documents just for that. So the police really need to go through all those medical reports. They might want to interview the doctors that examined the accuser. Um, look at all the text messages, and they actually might be requesting or trying to extract even more data from the phones to see if something exists that wasn't handed over. But, I mean, Bowers Camp, you know, recently sent to me a whole bunch of documents, and it was like, it was like terabytes or like a Google Drive worth or something. I didn't even open it yet, but <laughs> there's they have a lot wow. to say, you know. And so I think both sides have a lot of evidence to put forward, and so the police want to do a fair investigation, which they should. All right, finally, to go to the world of the National Football League, still a couple of weeks away from training camps opening, but we've had really radio silence as related to Deshaun Watson's uh, allegations and getting to any sort of conclusion in that regard as well. Do you expect as camps open, that's when we start hearing more, or is this one that's still just going to percolate in the background as well? Well, you want to know why it's been so quiet, because Tony Busby actually got married, and he's on his honeymoon in Greece. So, so that's why, because he got in all this, he got married and went on his honeymoon. How about that? Just decided <laughs> no, I'm out. There's no, there's no press releases. There's no press conferences right now. And no, but I mean procedurally, to be serious about it, they're going to be doing depositions. I believe in the beginning of fall, start in September. I was told, and they can question Deshaun Watson. I think up to 50 or 60 hours. They could technically question him up to 120 hours, but I think they were going to agree to like half that amount. And then um, there's going to be depositions on both sides. And there's so many accusers; they all have to be deposed. Plus all of the discovery information, which is being exchanged by both sides. So I think it's going to be really quiet for a while, unless. In the course of discovery, something comes out that one of the attorneys wants to leak to the media, then you'll hear about it again. But, um, yeah, it's been quiet from Houston PD, though. We might hear something from them soon. Wow. I, I had no idea Tony Busby got married. He's, and I, I just saw, yeah, he got engaged like a year ago. And so now he's got married. Now he's on his honeymoon. I, who knew? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You know what? When I spoke to him, because I follow him on social media, I said, congratulations, and, and he's really head over heels for this young woman that he married, and she's a beautiful lady. And um, he, he started telling me, yes, you know, Francis, who he married, he said, she's a big animal rights person. So he has this ranch, it's called like Antioch Ranch, I think. It's like hundreds, if not thousands of acres that he owns. And he started rescuing all of these exotic wild animals because she's very into that. So... He's got, you know, every animal you can think of prancing around this ranch. And now he's in Greece, I guess, enjoying himself. So it's very quiet on the Deshaun Watson front. You can follow her on Twitter at Amy-TV. That is at Amy-TV with her own theme music and uh, box score <laughs> breakdown after a big seventh inning hit to lead the legal Eagles to victory. What, what was the name of your team tonight? Is it uh, Torts <laughs> and Leisure? What, what, is, what is the name of your team? The legal Eagles. Nicely done. <laughs> no, I told you, the League of Justice. That's the, that's the one I like. League of the Justice. The League of Justice. Okay. All right. Do you play with a whole bunch of lawyers? Is it all lawyers on the, on the yeah. team? Or? Yeah, I play, I play in a League of Justice. No, it's, it's moms. It's, <laughs> it, it's older moms. And I'm telling you, every week there's like three to five injuries. Like I oh, pulled wow. my quad last time. Somebody sprained their ankle. We think we're so badass and we're like falling all over the place. You guys stream oh. this online anywhere for people in California to watch so we can <laughs> no. do some scouting? I'm telling you, though, we have an incredible shortstop. We have a couple of good, very strong positions, which is why we're the winningest team right now. Mm. 
Still undefeated and undefeated Undefeated. on the radio. It's Amy Dash. Amy, as always, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. We'll talk. Thanks. Take care. See you, Amy. (laughs) Great stuff there from Amy Dash. You know, all all the legal insight she brought us and all the great stuff explaining stuff. And I go, yeah, how come Deshaun Watson? Oh, Tony Busby got married. He's on his honeymoon. Oh, so that's why. Oh, okay. All right. I I was not expecting that to be the answer. No, I was was not. I was not expecting that. She goes, well, here's why there's no news. I'm like, oh, oh, we got me. Oh, we got married. He's on his honeymoon. Okay. By the way, asking for your music again in the middle of an interview. What a boss move. Yeah, that is a boss move. Yeah, that that was that was three. (laughs) Hit my music. music. uh, That was three theme music requests by Amy. That was pretty boss. Uh, Again, you can follow her on Twitter at Amy Dash TV. That's at at Amy Dash TV. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Yes, sir. Suns lead the Bucks 73-70 late in the third quarter. We'll have more on this game coming up in about 10 minutes. But big quarterback news today. Apparently, all is forgiven between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Yeah, right. Uh, Russell Wilson on the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio earlier today. Remember, it was the big Russell Wilson visit on DP a few months ago that sparked the whole Russell Wilson wants out. Here's the teams he would go to. All of this crazy stuff. But he went on the show today to say, listen, Pete Carroll and I, oh, all this has done is just bring us closer together as as NFL player and coach and our relationship. And oh, it's the greatest time in the world. Take a listen. You know, Pete and I, we've always, uh, we've always had a great bond, but, you know, we got to have a great heart-to-heart. And just, you know, he, he's got goals. I, I have goals. You know, we want to do great things, you know. And so to actually, you know, really dive into those and really talk about, you know, you know those those missions, those goals, it was, it was fun. So, you know, and so I think I think me and Coach Carroll's relationship is stronger than ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I, ask I you love this. it. We had to air it out to find our <laughs> common ground. He wants to do – he's got goals. I've got goals. To, well, let's get together and work those goals. Let's go. I mean, look, come on. What are we doing? Do you really think this is over? I mean, just be honest. Do you really think this is over? Of course it's not over. All right. When this happened, uh, you know, we told you this is a 2022 story. Right. This is a, hey, if things don't change this year, I'm gone after this year is over. Right. You can find a way. Right. It's it's a tough thing to make happen this year. But things snowballed so bad that it almost turned into something that happened before the season. But this was a 2022 story. Right. Right now, it's a summertime, uh, a springtime of love between the coach and the player. Everything is awesome. Yes, we made some under the radar moves and we love each other. Just wait. Wait till they run the football 30 times a game and they don't let Russ cook and they don't go far in the playoffs. And then what's going to happen? Wilson's going to want out. He's going to want to say, okay, the back half of my career, whatever years are left, I got five or six good ones. Um, I'm going to go someplace where they're going to build around me and I have to get out of here. And that's how it's going to go. This was always a 2022 story and that's the way it is right now. It's going to be a 2022 story short of getting to the nfc championship game and russell wilson throwing 40 touchdowns and him getting mvp votes it's not going to end well because they're going to de-emphasize him and run the football their offensive coordinator wants to run the football they want they brought him in from the rams of course they want to run the football it's not going to be russell wilson throwing the ball 45 times a game which is what he wants so yeah this is a 2022 story it's all sunshine lollipops and rainbows now but watch what happens after the season's over. I'm just going to throw it out here for you, buddy. Um, This will be 2022, but you know why they're going to have to let Russ cook? Because none of these running backs ever stay healthy. So as much as they want to run the football, these guys aren't getting through 17 games. It's going to be a lot of Russell Wilson to DK Metcalf and his band of merriment. That is my projection for the year. And, look, at some point, you know, you can have the, the harsh discussion and get through it, right? You sometimes have to have an airing of grievances so we can all get back to to base and, and to a common ground. So I don't dismiss it categorically, but at least for the I, – I don't like the way he tried to sing-song it, right? That was straight out of uh, 
I don't know, a meeting, right? Here's a seminar that you went to about solving interpersonal conflicts, and those were the first three bullet points he remembered. So he could have sold me on that a little bit more. Does it work for a year, maybe two? But he also, like Aaron Rodgers, has to realize, you know, where's my greatest opportunity to win right now? Where we don't have, the other team doesn't have to sell the farm upon my arrival. That's staying in Seattle. Just wait. Just remember, everything is great now. Just wait, Giants. Just wait. Just wait to what happens, New York Giants. Just wait. Uh, Twitter, how about a fresca? Mike, at Swollen Dome. Hey, a big NBA reunion suddenly I'm all for. That's next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 